Welcome to Unbound, a health and wellness podcast. This is a show for the chain breakers of the holistic health community, the ones who know that their journey is pain to purpose to promise. I'm your host and integrative health practitioner, Krista Lynn. Through my holistic health practice, Soma Sounder, I'm here to help you choose into a healing journey and make your life your medicine holistically using a functional and somatic approach to health. In this space, you'll hear stories of healing, hope, and transformation from holistic health practitioners and doctors, coaches, and community members with incredible stories to tell. This show is not intended to diagnose, treat, or make any medical claims, but rather to give you a space to feel seen, inspired, and empowered with knowledge. Now let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to another episode, you guys. Today, we are going to talk about signs, symptoms, repercussions, and solutions to burnout. This is a topic that's been weighing heavy on my heart recently because personally, it's something that I have been learning a lot about this year. In going back to school, in changing the model of my business, in being in a new relationship, Um, There have been so many factors that have called me to explore new versions of myself and part of this exploration and this growth has been involving um, learning about how to protect myself from burnout. And I see this coming up a lot recently in brain retraining and emotional work with my clients and so I wanted to do a podcast episode about it because it is absolutely something that either sets us up for a diseased state or prevents us from fully healing because of some of the underlying stories that play in the background that contribute to our susceptibility to burnout and our susceptibility to overgiving and overextending and overperforming um, for long periods of time, right? And so these are okay for a season, but if we live in this survival mode, performance-based um, mindset and we're constantly going, 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 we're going to reach a point where that comes to a screeching halt. And over uh, this past summer, I reached my own screeching halt. And so that has truly, uh, if I'm being totally honest, inspired this podcast episode. And so I'm going to use my own story as an example, but we're going to go over things um, like, you know, the signs. What are the signs that you're, you're about to hit burnout? Um, what are the repercussions of hitting burnout, the things that make you susceptible to burnout, and then identifying triggers to your burnout. So, you know, what are the things that are showing you that um, there are deeper roots to those um, habits that, that are spiraling you into burnout? And then, of course, how to get out of burnout and recover from it. So, um, I'm going to tell you about my own example first, my own story. Um, So this past January of 2023, um, I went back to school. I went back to get my doctorate program uh, or to get my doctorate degree. And I started a program um, that was going okay, but I was noticing it wasn't really bringing out the best in me. Um, It was really triggering some old toxic patterns within myself. And really it wasn't bringing out the most loving, self-compassionate version of myself. And this was a red flag for me, but I didn't really know what to do with it. Um, I didn't know what a better option was. I didn't I'm not a quitter, right? That was part of my mentality. I'm like, I'm not a quitter. I'm going to keep going. I love learning. I know this about myself, but I was feeling so much resistance to it. 
And then I was starting to feel like um, this lack of passion for the program, it just wasn't, it wasn't worth the attention that it was pulling away from my business and my clients. I felt like I wasn't showing up as the best version of myself within my business. Um, little things were slipping through the cracks. And then, of course, there was a feeling of numbness, a feeling of what am I even doing? Is this even worth it? Um, in the in-betweens, right? So when I was doing something, I could feel, right? I could feel the adrenaline. But in the moments of downtime, even though things were good, life was good, I was feeling this numbness or this like directionless um, feeling. And I knew for myself, things were getting worse and worse because I was starting to isolate. So a um, few more personal things going on throughout the past um, or the, the months uh, thereafter and um, was really suppressing some emotions and experiences that needed to be digested. And I noticed that I was getting triggered by little things and they were all pointing to the same message or the same uh, subconscious story that was running in the background, which was that, um, you know, my, my best wasn't good enough or uh, I needed to do better in order to receive approval or love from the people around me, whether they, this was um, my family, my friends, my partner, my clients, right? And so it was this story that was going on. And sometimes stories aren't always true in the present moment. Sometimes those stories were true in our past and those parts of our subconscious carry those um, implicit experiences as cold hard truth into our new experiences, right? Into our new relationships, into our new businesses, into our new life choices. And so this was starting to filter and muddy the waters of so many different areas and I was noticing myself unraveling more quickly and getting triggered more quickly than I normally would have. I had a lower threshold for stress. And finally, a few weeks ago, I got super, super sick. I got sick um, in a way that I've not been sick in probably three years um, with uh, mono and strep at the same time. And it really took me down. Um, and so this was my body's way of showing me you need to process all of the things that have gone on over the past few months. And um, what was interesting about the timing of this illness was it happened after I rescued myself for survi from survival mode. Um, I realized that the train was going to crash into the station and it needed to slow down. And so I did things to proactively um, prevent that from happening, like hiring a business coach, hiring a mentor, switching my program for school, having healthy conversations and creating healthy boundaries in my relationships. And so when my body finally felt like, whew, we are being taken care of, it finally <laughs> crashed and burned from the survival mode, from the pumping cortisol. And it was able to actually release the toxic energy that had built up and this happened in the form of uh, getting acutely sick for me and it happens to a lot of others too right when your body finally feels safe enough to heal it can actually release those toxins and that's when we realize whoo there's a lot going on underneath the the surface right and so um a couple of a couple of signs i want to start with um 
to to help you understand if you're nearing that place and you need to um, you know make changes right and and so for me in, in my case the changes had already been made it was the emotional processing of the experience that that illness was trying to indicate to me um, which really pushed me in a good direction of starting to unnumb and, and stop suppressing some of those things that needed to um, be digested and, and ultimately bring me into a better a better place but some of the things for you um, you might want to pay attention to, right? So, so one is your patience is running thin. Your threshold for stress is lower, right? You're noticing that it takes less for you to um, maybe unravel a little bit emotionally, feel angry, feel sad, feel um, frustrated. You're feeling fatigued or your body is, is presenting with some pain, right? You feel tired, you feel like sleep isn't enough, or even if you don't physically feel tired, your brain and your emotional emotional state feels fatigued and tired. Anxiety and depression is heightened. Maybe you're feeling all sorts of anxiousness, or maybe you're feeling nothing, which leads to the next one, which is you're disassociating. You have disinterest in things that normally bring you joy. You find yourself scrolling a lot. You find yourself having the desire to lay around and not feel anything or go to sleep even though you're not tired. And another one is that you're getting sick all the time. Maybe your immune system suppressed because you have been going, going, going and all of your emotions are being trapped in your body with nowhere to go. Um, and so you start getting sick over and over and over again. Some of the things that may have brought you to this place, maybe you're too busy. Maybe you're trying to do too many things at once. Maybe you're overperforming. Maybe you've got performance fatigue. Maybe you're overgiving in your relationships or your job and you are burning yourself out by overgiving. This can relate to having a helper or a fixer archetype, which looks like having poor boundaries and overgiving. But really, this is for you to feel some sense of self-worthiness, right? When you can give, you receive love from others, which makes you feel like you are worthy. But this ultimately runs dry. It makes you feel like the victim, and it feels like nobody cares about you in return because you're pouring from an empty cup. You're not filling your love cup up before you make the choice to give out of abundance and overflow. You are giving in... Um, in hopes that there will be reciprocity. And when there's not reciprocity, it feels like your world crumbles down around you, that you're worthless, that nobody loves you, and that you didn't do a good enough job because that um, person on the other side of the relationship, whether it was a friend, a colleague, um, an intimate partner, they didn't reciprocate that back. And so you must have not done a good enough job in your subconscious mind to receive the love that you had hoped would be um, given back to you from whatever gesture you um, took to pour into that relationship. So these are some of the things that can set you so yourself up for burnout, right? We want to get out of the performance mentality. We were not designed to be doing all the time. We are human beings, not human doings, right? And so there are some signs and symptoms that we just mentioned that will um, help you know, hey, I'm getting close to burnout. But then there are the things that we need to identify that started you in the burnout cycle to begin with. The things that made you feel like you needed to overperform, overgive, 
um, have poor boundaries, right? And we need to recognize those things. One of the easiest ways to recognize what those things are in the background that need to be addressed that are the roots of that chronic pattern of dysfunction and overgiving is what are the things that are triggering you to emotionally unravel? What are the things that you react to like you're a little kid that maybe don't warrant that reaction, but it's how you feel? Those are the things that are indicating that there is a toxic, dysfunctional pattern running in the background that needs to be addressed. An untruth that your mind has believed, maybe from childhood, maybe from some sort of um, family dysfunction in your history, um, and it's a big emotional hotspot. The minute it gets pushed, you mentally and emotionally burn out. These signs and symptoms of burnout are nothing to be ashamed about or carry shame with, right? It's not a need for you to be tougher or a sign that you haven't done enough work. It's just an indicator, right? Sometimes we let toxins build up, whether they are physical toxins like infections, chemicals, molds, and sometimes they're emotions. And we need to leverage our detoxification skills, whether it's a physical detox, an emotional detox, usually both at the same time. Um, And this is why we experience emotions as um, somatically expressed illness in the body, right? Because a lot of times there are um, both physical and emotional toxins to be released in tandem. So although it's not a sign that you haven't done enough work, it is a sign that maybe you need to uh, be curious about why those things are coming up and what's underneath of them, what pain points are underneath of them if you haven't gone down that road of exploring those topics. Some ways that you can do that would be um, journaling, maybe reaching out to a therapist or a counselor, You can reach out to myself and do some parts and memory therapy work, some somatic parts integration, any type of brain retraining, right-brained activities, um, some some things that tend to surface emotions might be coloring, listening to classical music, dancing, yoga, stretching. Um, These are some more gentle ways to bring up some of those emotions and reflect upon them if you're not quite ready to take that step and work one-on-one with a coach, consultant, or therapist. Let's talk about the repercussions or the the downfalls of not dealing with burnout. We know that actually 95% of disease can be reversed with lifestyle, which means a lot of this comes from stress. Stress provokes the inflammation response in the body, and inflammation is what predisposes us to basically all types of disease. And so if you are hurting, you need to take a look at where your inflammation is coming from and what stressors are underneath of that, whether they're physical, emotional, chemical, spiritual, environmental, etc. So that is one side of things, right? The disease, the physical side of things. We might experience weight gain or weight loss due to the fluctuation in our stress hormones, maybe even changes in our habits, right? Some of us emotionally eat when we're stressed and burnt out, and some of us actually can't stomach food when we're stressed and burnt out. And so even beyond the hormonal fluctuation, our habits might be changing as a result of the stress that we're experiencing. For my women out there, you might have hormone dysregulation. Something called a pregnenolone steal can happen when you are too stressed for too long. So pregnenolone is the precursor to our, our sex hormones, and um, it, pregnenolone can choose one of two pathways. It can choose the pathway to convert into cortisol and the pathway to convert into progesterone and estrogen. If you are too stressed, 
the cortisol will steal the pregnenolone. You will have an overwhelming amount of cortisol, which would lead you to symptoms of adrenal fatigue, like sugar cravings, fatigue in the afternoon, that 3 p.m. slump, um, headaches, etc. Um, you might be experiencing some of that, and then you might have uh, low libido, might have irregular periods, you might have a sense of emotional flatness. Some of these things would be signs that your um, your sex hormones are being um, being undernourished by that pregnenolone and it's turning into cortisol. Um, you might also experience on an emotional level tax on your relationships, right? If you're feeling um, numbed, isolated, undernourished, or uh, disconnected from your relationships, this might be a result of you uh, self-abandoning and disconnecting from yourself because of all the stress going on in your life. And so with all of that being said, you might be connecting, you might be resonating. I know that we've all been there at some point in time, but if you're there right now or you're preparing for the next time that you are tempted to overgive and get yourself into a season of burnout, I want to give you some tools. The first one is rest. Rest as much as we can feel if you're a type A, that rest is not productive. It is actually one of the most productive things that we can do for ourselves because it puts us in a state of being ready and being full and being able to give from a space of completeness instead of, again, like we talked about, pouring from an empty cup. The next recommendation would be to unplug. We could scroll through Instagram all the day long, right? Or Facebook or whatever your kryptonite of scrolling is, your social media of choice. We need to unplug. We need to feel something that is our own, even if it's yucky right now. That brings me to inviting somebody into the experience with you. If you're like me, you have a tendency to want to close off, isolate, shut down, and that's not helpful for anybody. That's going to not only disconnect you from yourself and the people around you, but it's also going to um, diminish and, and muddy the intimacy of your relationships, right? People want to be led into your experiences, especially if you're a helper. I'm sure that you're an empathetic listener, and so you... Uh, feel really great about listening to other people's experiences. And it's actually um, a gift of reciprocity to allow somebody to be that safe space for you. If you don't have somebody like this in your close circle, you don't have a friend, a partner, a family member that can be this safe space, look into a professional to be that um, space hold for you. This is what um, we love to do. We love to space hold and we deeply do care. Um, and that's why we get into this work. So feel free to reach out to myself or, like I said, somebody else if you are um, in the space of wanting a local counselor or a therapist. Um, finally, nourish. Nourish your body, right? Not only emotionally, but also physically. Dial in on your nutrition because you love yourself, not out of deprivation. Lower your sugar intake. Have a lot of grounding, amino acid-rich, full-fat foods. Move your body in ways that aren't going to burn your adrenals out even more. Lower down on the cardio. Maybe do some weightlifting a few times a week. Get yourself back into softer forms of movement, walking, um, stretching, yoga, Pilates, maybe a little bit of Tai Chi if you like it or Qigong. This is something that's helped me tremendously is softening and stepping more into my feminine energy. Whether you are um, a guy or a gal, we both have um, levels and dualities of feminine and masculine energy. And when we're uh, striving and we're performing and we are nose to the grindstone, getting really close to burnout, we are super unbalanced, usually in the masculine 
right? And so doing something a little bit softer, a little bit more feminine that could provoke that balance is a super wonderful um, thing to do. Even small things, um, these are just little things that I've been doing. I have been uh, not only doing yoga, getting back into kind of my somatic dance roots, um, but I've also been preparing specific intentional meals and meal planning things that I don't normally make um, for myself and my partner. It's made me feel a little bit more feminine. Uh, I've also started keeping fresh flowers in the house and that's helped as well. So if you can, uh, make your own version of that, like I said, that's not just for my, my ladies out there. Um, guys, you might want to get into journaling. You might want to just take an unplugged walk. Um, you may want to, um, do something that you did when you were a little kid, like, uh, toss a baseball around or go golfing or something just a little bit more playful and soft, right? You don't always have to, uh, go hard in the gym or go for a run or, um, swallow your heavier emotions. It's good to soften in whatever way resonates with you and allow yourself to balance the yin and the yang, right? Don't stay in that yang, that masculine without the balance of the yin feminine as well. So to recap, we've got signs and symptoms. We've got things that those signs and symptoms are pointing us towards. We've got the repercussion of when we stay in burnout too long, what's going to happen. And finally, things that we can do to get out of burnout and start to recover. Recovering from burnout is not an overnight process. This is something that I have learned over this summer is that it's actually taken me many more weeks than I would have anticipated because there were layers to that physically, emotionally, spiritually. And so um, for me, a big part of this process as well has been reconnecting in my relationships and stop uh, the isolation of it all, but to really open up and let people into my experience. And if you're there, I want to invite you into an actionable step right now of just reaching out to somebody who feels really safe for you, whether it's a friend, family member or partner um, or mentor. And if you don't have somebody like that to open up to, like I said, um, please feel free to contact me. We can do some brain retraining, emotional work together, or a um, counselor or therapist that you connect with in your area. Um, We work with clients from all over, not only the country, but the world. We have a couple of international clients that we work with at Soma Sonder. And so if you're feeling called to take the next steps in your physical or emotional health or both, I'd love to connect with you. There will be a link below to book a free connection call and we can go through the application process together and see if you're a good fit to work together. Um, But that being said, you guys, I just wanted to give you um, something that I've been thinking about for my own personal experience. And um, there will also be a couple of resources in the show notes below of things that you might want to look into if you book resources. Um, and so I empower you to rescue yourself from burnout. Don't stay stuck there. And uh, I, I will say the changes that you will have to make to get out of the burnout cycle are really hard. Um, and they're uncomfortable because they're going to go against the patterns of what you've been programmed and learned to do your, probably your entire life, but they'll be worth it on the other side and you're not alone in this. So thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to like, subscribe, share, tag me, shoot me a message. I always love to hear your feedback and what parts resonated with you the most. So feel free to message me on Instagram and until next time, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.